You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Like before we get into our second topic here, the second segment is always where we talk about entertainment or life or something, and we do have another local story to cover, but I have a beef, Uh and it is this. This stupid thing that's you know, on my hand. I thought that was a tattoo for a no, second. No, uh, might, you know what? It might as well be because <laughs> I went to, because I went to a concert on Saturday night. That's why my voice is a little hoarse, which was awesome, by the way. It was a Lincoln Park tribute band. Okay. Got to give them a little pop. They were my favorite band before uh, Chester Bennington, the lead singer, unfortunately took his life about five years ago. Um, and they were, um, they were awesome. They're from California. This is their first sort of us go around the major one. They played at the masquerade and it was a great show, but Mike, it's 2022. (laughs) They scanned my ticket to get in off my phone. No problem. Why do they have to put this Sharpie like stamp on my hand that I have scrubbed for two straight days now and cannot get off and will make people think that I don't bathe because I can't get this (laughs) stupid thing off my hand. My gripe is grinding my gears that it is 2022 and we don't have a better way to get people in and out of sporting events and concerts than a stupid handstand. It does feel that way, but let me ask you this. Uh, You said it was at Masquerade. Was it an all-ages show? I think it was. Okay, uh, so perhaps this was a way to separate the 21 and over crowd from the under 21 crowd. Yes, I believe it was, as a matter of fact. But even so still. That, 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 but hold on, though. Like, in, in the venue's defense, and look, I don't disagree with you. I hate hand stamps. I hate wristbands. Wristbands drive me nuts. It, like, I, you know, honestly, it's funny. We were talking about the Falcons and how they can't really dictate what we do from a content standpoint. I never, ever hear complaints from the Falcons about anything uh, that we do from a content standpoint, unless we say something that's factually incorrect or as a personal attack. So I'm going to choose my words a little bit carefully here. But one thing that drives me absolutely nuts about Mercedes-Benz Stadium, we have credentials. We wear credentials that say who we are and where we're allowed to go. And they're on our person at all times. Why then... Do I also have to wear a wristband when I enter the state? Like, I don't understand that. Like, credentials right here. Why do you then also need me to wear a wristband? And, and you might think, okay, well, you're complaining. That's a first world problem. It's not a first world problem if you're appearing on camera. You know, I noticed this over the weekend. I was kind of putting together my my demo reel of 2022 and all the things I've done. And I'm doing a stand-up for Bally Sports in an Atlanta United game, and I have this goofy orange wristband on my- <laughs> meaningless because they already know who i am because i'm wearing a credential so goes to your point about the handstand but uh in the venue's defense on this one the last thing you want is for the line at the beer stand or the line at the bar to be slowed down because the bartenders are carting people true if the, if the hand stamp expedites the beer line then i'm all for it all right, you know what? I a little there was good service. Shout out to the to the staff and the crew at the masquerade. They were 
very efficient and I didn't miss any songs because I was waiting online for a beer. So I guess 48 hours and, and it's not really even faded. Like it's still legit. Nope. It, might, it might as well be a tattoo. To your yeah. point. And I, and I've scrubbed it with hot water to the point where the skin around it is now red and white and it is flaking and it is oh, inflamed. Don't, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so I tried my damnedest, so I'm just going to have to walk around with this. But you know what? The concert was great, and it was worth That's it. Good. Let um, it, But let it be. Let it be now. I mean, just use it as a memory of the good concert, and don't irritate your skin or give yourself a rash or something. Exactly. All right, so, Mike, we lost another Atlanta uh, mainstay this weekend in Dansby Swanson. He is now... Curiously, I will add a Chicago Cub. Uh, I know this isn't what we do on this podcast, but that contract seemed perfectly reasonable for somebody of his play and his stature. It was not in the stratosphere of a Carlos Correa or a Trey Turner. Um, so I don't really get it. But besides the point, um, how do how do we as a radio station and as a sports community in Atlanta handle this time in which there's so much change. New quarterback for the football team, again, Freddie Freeman gone, Dansby Swanson gone, the potential is there for Joseph Martinez not to return for Atlanta United. The, there's there's sort of a, um, I, I want to use the right word here too, there's, there's sort of a collective search from a Hawks perspective. Trey is the face of the franchise, but from a leadership standpoint, I feel like, the guy who's going to be the voice of the team is still being uh, searched for. So how, how do we handle this as a radio station and as a city with so much change with the stars of our city for our sports teams? One of the first things we have to deal with as a radio station, and it's something that we probably don't even think of too hard, is uh, making sure that our imaging is up to date. You know, if if we had any Braves promos with Dansby Swanson in them, we had to kill them today. Now, I don't right. think we did, but if we did, we'd have to kill them. Um, same thing with Trey Young. I mean, if Trey Young were to be traded in the middle of the season, poor Steve Wilson, our production director, would be changing yeah. all our imaging. Yep. Uh, when, when Matt Ryan was traded, we had to immediately change all of our Falcons imaging. And for those of you who don't know what imaging is, they're the little um, – you know, sound clips that introduce a segment or uh, transition from uh, show content into a commercial break, or in some cases, the on-air promos you hear, or what we call the legal ID, which is um, a, a 10-second clip of sound that we play at the top of every hour to identify our call letters and our city of license. So, you know, in, in a lot of those cases, we have Trey Young highlights or Trey Young um, sound bites or... In Matt Ryan's case, a ton of Matt Ryan highlights. Uh, when Julio Jones was traded, same thing. Julio, so that that's one of the very first things we have to deal with as a radio station is making sure our imaging is up to date. Uh, you don't want to turn on the radio station two weeks from now and hear your home of Dansby Swanson because we're not. We never really were, uh, but now we really aren't. Right. Uh, you know, with Dansby in particular, though, there's a secondary component to it because. We as a radio station did have a relationship with Dansby. Carl mm -hmm. Dukes had a really, really good relationship with Dansby. We had him on for a full hour on Dukes and Bell, and I thought he was phenomenal. I, in fact, I told him afterwards, I would love for him to come into this radio station every week during the offseason and just sit with us for an hour and talk about sports, not talk about baseball or the Braves or Dansby Swanson, the, Bra the baseball player. 
I would have loved to have it had Dansby Swanson on our radio station today talking about the World Cup final. Dansby's a huge soccer fan. He's married to one of the best uh, female soccer players in the world right now. And um, his perspective on soccer is really, really interesting. I think it could have entertained our listeners. But we can't necessarily do that anymore because Dansby is going to be making this transition to Chicago. So those are the ways that it, it kind of directly impacts the radio station. I think then, in a broader sense, the way that we talk about this on the air, you're right, Chris. I mean, it, it, one of our jobs as a radio station is kind of to develop story arcs, right? And and this is a story arc that impacts the Braves. You mentioned with Joseph, it could impact Atlanta United, could eventually impact the Hawks, seems to impact the, the Falcons every year. It is this this transition of a recognizable and, – and with Dansby in particular, I think his local roots makes it even a little – a little deeper, like here's another Atlanta athlete who's going elsewhere to prosper. How do we feel about that? How do our listeners feel about that? And that's how we're going to be talking about it over the next couple of days. How do we feel? There's almost a sense of loss to it. How are we going to process that sense of loss? Um, and in this particular instance, did Alex Anthopoulos make a defensible decision? That's going to be a big part of the the – um, the dialogue about this as well, but at a certain point, you got to let it go. You know, I, I, if we're still talking about Dansby Swanson a week or two from now, I'm going to be disappointed because other storylines are going to emerge with the Braves. Other storylines are going to emerge with the other teams that we cover on a daily basis. So you, you have to, again, give our listeners an opportunity to reflect on it, react to it, be informed about it, but then we've got to keep it moving there. There's no sense, in my opinion, uh, uh, you know, there's no need to dwell on the departure of someone like Dansby Swanson for longer than a week or two. Yeah, unless he comes out in his introductory press conference and says, I never liked Atlanta anyway, yeah. and I just wanted to go somewhere else. And we'll talk about that for a day or two, and we'll move on. 